If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bones. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. That's right. It's time to talk golf. It's what we do every Sunday, each and every Sunday, right here on Tea to Green, the golf show. Great to have you along for the ride. I'm Jay Ritchie, together with Jerry Evans, Robert DeCosa. Back from vacation, our producer and master control. Happy Labor Day weekend, one and all. Thanks for making us a part of your holiday weekend. Got a really good show for you today with not one but two great guests. Bradley Klein is back on the show. Bradley S. Klein, author, journalist, former editor of Golf Week. One of the top golf journalists in the last 40 years. He's seen a lot of history and rubbed elbows with those making golf history, including Tom Weiskopf, who passed away two weeks ago at the age of 79. Bradley Klein joins us today and remembers Tom Weiskopf here on Tee to Green. The most influential woman in golf over the last 20 years, Susie Whaley, returns to Tee to Green. Susie is past president of the PGA of America. She also has a new job. She is the captain of the American squad for the 30th PGA Cup. It begins a week from tomorrow in England, and Susie Whaley will be on the show today to tell us about that. Among other things, we'll talk to Susie Whaley, former president of the PGA of America, today on Tee to Green. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at seven. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What club should I choose? You know I'm lost out in the forest. Save me from those double bogey blues. This is America's longest running network radio golf show. It's TD Green. Check out our website, tdgreenradio.com. Like us on Facebook, too. Jay Ritchie with Jerry Evans, Robert DeCosa, our producer, and we are teeing it up on this Labor Day weekend with Bradley Klein next here on Tee to Green. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? 
Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. This report brought to you by IBM. IBM is helping to enhance the U.S. Open viewing experience by using AI to keep fans more informed about players and matches. How? With real-time rankings and insights on the U.S. Open app and usopen.org. The IBM Power Rankings with Watson and Match Insights with Watson run on IBM Cloud, using AI and natural language processing to analyze data and offer key insights ahead of each of the tournament's singles matches. This year, they will continue to expand and enhance their digital offerings with new features added to the U.S. Open app and usopen.com ahead of the 2022 tournament, including a new favorites homepage that allows fans to view their favorite players currently on court. Noah Syken, Vice President, IBM. Our partnership with the USTA has provided a unique opportunity to showcase the full breadth of IBM capabilities while bringing this iconic sporting event to life for millions of fans around the world. To see the technology in action, visit usopen.org. Destination listening for dedicated golfers, and you found it. You've come to the right place. It's T to Green. It's the Golf Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome in. Along with Jerry Evans, I'm Jay Ritchie. Robert DeCosa is in master control. Hope uh, Robert had a great vacation as he took last week off, as we, we did too. But it's good to be back, and it's good to be back talking a little bit of golf. That's exactly right, and it's a pleasure once again to be speaking to our listeners out there about golf and everything golf-related. Uh, that's what this show's all about. Later in the hour, Susie Whaley back on Peter Green. We haven't talked to her in a long time. In fact, uh, we haven't talked to her since before she became the president of the PGA of America. She is the captain for the U.S. Uh, PGA Cup team. It's right. kind of the amateur version of the Ryder Cup. 
Mm -hmm. And that starts a week from tomorrow over in England, and she's going to be on later in the hour to tell us about that. She's not just a prominent woman in golf. She's a prominent person in golf. Yes, you really look at sure. it from that standpoint. Yeah, as I said in the Open, one of the most influential over the last 20 years. Yep. Uh, male or female. Our first guest, speaking of prominent, is on the line and ready to go, teed up on the tee to green guest line. Journalist, author, editor, former editor of Golf Week, public speaker, senior writer for Golf Channel, golfadvisor.com, golf course design consultant. As I mentioned earlier in the open, he has seen a lot of golf history over the last 40 years and rubbed elbows with a lot of those who made golf history over the last 40 years, and we're happy to welcome Bradley S. Klein, back to Tee to Green. Hey, Brad, how you doing? Good. Welcome to the show. Hey, when you speak to Susie Whaley, tell her I said hello. I know her very well. We are fellow nutmeggers. That is from the state of Connecticut. I've caddied for her. I caddied for her when I wrote a profile of her. So uh, she's a great spokesperson for golf. Yes, exactly. Well, you started out as a caddy, didn't you? Once a caddy, always a caddy. I'm still caddy. <laughs> uh, the bags are getting heavier. But uh, I started as a kid, 1968. I was making 450 a bag, uh, and then I worked my way up. Caddied on the PGA Tour for seven summers, and uh, still caddy occasionally for course openings, but only one round. I can't carry four bags. Uh, I can't carry double bags, and I can't carry four rounds. Well, you know, maybe what four. I should do is get a single bag for the live tour. Then I only have to carry three rounds. There you go. Are you still getting four fifty a bag? <laughs> uh, the, well, the digits have moved over to the right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There you go. Yeah, I'm that's that it's, it's really good. Uh, did you know at that point in your life that you were going to be dedicated to golf for the rest of your life? Uh, I kind of knew something was special. I when I was. 12 years old, I rode my bicycle out to the golf course, I watched someone hit a golf ball, and I watched the ball flutter down, and by the time I landed, I was in love. Uh, that's a true story, and um, basically I've been making a living as a golf bum ever since. That's pretty cool stuff. You know, a writer, um, journalist, historian, now I'm a design consultant, I'm helping build golf courses, I'm helping people figure out how to restore their courses. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, you're keeping busy. We're going to talk to you about Tom Weisskopf and his passing in just a little bit. But before we got to that, before we get to that, as I as I mentioned to you over the phone the other day, when we were chatting. It's kind of hard to ignore the elephant in the room these days when you talk to anybody about golf, especially someone who, as you just called yourself, might be a golf historian and someone who's been around it for a long time. But uh, live golf and what's happening there. The I guess civil war between the PGA Tour, and Liv. What's your take on that, and how do you see this whole thing shaking out? Uh, Civil War is a good term. By the way, I live in uh, here in uh, Hartford, Connecticut area. They're playing this weekend, yeah. uh, I guess about 75 miles away, up in Worcester area. I got sent a press um, application for media coverage, and I wrote back, I said, if you promise not to kill me, if I write anything critical, I, I would... T I would uh, take the coverage. They never got back to me, so I took that they as never... a undecided. Oh. Wow! So, out of personal safety, I decided not to cover that tour. I just find the whole thing disgusting and distasteful. 
Yeah, here's what. Here's my quick take. You don't have to be a, a, a wild fan of the PGA Tour. They've got their issues. They've got some problems. They got to clean up the, some of the, the boredom of the tour. But what Liv is doing is just, to me, repulsive. They're throwing crazy money. It's stupid money. For the most part, it's people who are washed up or beyond their elite. Now, what's interesting is this last week you had some really competitive players like Harold Varner and, of course, Cam Smith. Uh, Go over uh, money. I guess speaks really loud to some of these people, but it's it's just awful when you look at what that country stands for, how they treat women, how they treat uh, gays, how they treat dissidents. Um, it's awful, and I I worry about it because I think this is not going to go away. They have so much stupid money from oil that they are going to just fund that lawsuit, keep it in court, and just keep bugging the PGA. Do you feel like with the way things are trending that the players more and more are going to defect to the live tour, or do you think that uh, maybe somebody can come in and be like a unifier? Uh, there's no chance of a unifier as long as Greg Norman is representing the live tour. He's, not into, he's, he's into complete destruction and a war of attrition against the PGA Tour. PGA Tour has its backup. What's very interesting is all of the adjustments that the PGA Tour has made have actually been to adopt the live model, other than, you know, shotgun starts and 54 holes. But in terms of the money, the favoring of the elite players, uh, the, the streamlining of the tour, uh, they've actually uh, emulated it. So they're trying to uh, prevent the elite players from, uh, or they're trying to prevent more elite players from going over there. I don't see any chance of reconciliation. What really worries me, I have to say this, and I'm not sure there's been a lot of discussion, if the list people were smart, uh, right now they're just being thrown money around like just stupid, they would go invest in women's golf and the LPGA because that's the one that's been totally underfunded. And if they really wanted to make a difference, and in terms of... Uh, you know, it'd be a bit of a conflict because they'd be promoting women's sports and yet uh, they're jailing women in Saudi Arabia for posting on Twitter. So, uh, but that would really be an interesting issue because the LPG Tour does not have the resources like the PGA Tour to uh, combat it. Yeah, there's been some talk about that. Last question about Liv, and then we'll move on from that. Look into your crystal ball, Bradley Klein, and what do you see the golf landscape? Uh, in pro golf, anyway, looking like in a in a year or two. Well, the real key is going to be when the points allocated for world ranking rule out live tour players from qualifying from majors, and then you're going to start seeing some real unhappiness that those people can't get in. In other words, there's no way that the world golf rankings are going to include the 54 hole live event. So a lot of those people are not. Defending champions are not going to get in. Now, what's really going to be interesting is when guys like Sergio Garcia and Phil Mickelson, former champions, show up for the Masters or Camp Smith at the Open, and the RNA and Augusta National are faced with, uh, you know, their qualification system requires them, for now at least, to allow them in. I think that's going to be the really interesting move if anybody moves against the defending champion. Then you will see some real fireworks. But still... What you're going to see is a, a loosening of, of, of ability of those elite, mid-tier elite players, guys who've never won a major, to get into those majors. And, you know, they're going to be excluded. So um, it's, it's a, this is a, a long-term battle. And, uh, do you think the, you know, do you think the fans are going to accept it? Sorry? 
I said, did you do you think that the fans are going to accept them coming in and just playing the major tournaments? Well, the fans really aren't going to be affected by this. They're going to follow. Uh, well, if Livetour was smart, what they do is they cut a deal and just put themselves on Fox TV, Fox Sports, or some network, uh, get it on cable TV for free. Right now, they're just available on YouTube. But if they were really smart, they'd get some media exposure. Until then, I don't think the fan is actually affected much by this. The attendance at those events is ridiculous. They're giving away tickets. It's basically a circus. Golf is the least of it. Uh, the tour events are still strong enough, and the majors are still strong enough uh, to hold off this. But there's going to be some attrition of the, uh, of the fields. And uh, I don't know yet if fans will, will, will notice the difference. All right, that's Bradley Klein with us today here on T to Green. Brad's going to stick around and do another segment with us. We'll be back with more right after this. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim 
claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Golfers listen because we speak their language 52 weeks of the year. That language is golf here on Tee to Green, the golf show with Jerry Evans. I'm Jay Ritchie, and with us is Bradley S. Klein. I'm going to get back to Brad in just a second, but I wanted to mention this, Jerry. I had a really pleasant experience happen uh, a couple of weeks ago. I needed a new uh, grip on my six-iron hybrid. Yeah, I've noticed that when you were out playing. Yeah, the old one wore out. So that grip is terrible, Jay. You need to get it replaced. The guy that built that club and also regripped all my clubs over the last few years passed away recently. So I was looking around thinking, how am I going to get this thing regripped? And I just Googled regripping clubs near me. And this, this name popped up and this business popped up, the College Golf Shop. Here in Colorado Springs, I'd never heard of it. I went over there, and, I, and I've and talked to Eddie. Eddie Baldazan is the owner. He's a one-man show. And Eddie regripped the club. We had a great chat about golf, and he did a super job, didn't charge me an arm and a leg. And I just wanted to throw a shout-out to Eddie and say, if you need anything done, uh, grips, shafts, loft, lie adjustments, club service, go over to the College Golf Shop there on Garden of the Gods Road, just west of I-25, 805, right across the street from the fire department there, and uh, and see Eddie at the college golf shop. Well, that's a good little promotion there. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, so I told him I'd do that. Uh, our guest is Bradley Klein, journalist, author, editor, public speaker, senior writer, uh, golf course design consultant. In fact, in 2015, the American Society of Golf Course Architects awarded Brad Klein the Donald Ross Award for Lifetime Achievement in that area. And when Tom Weisskopf passed away back on August 20th, a couple of weeks ago, almost two weeks ago, in fact, to the day, I thought you'd get somebody on to talk about Weisskopf, uh, and who had a great career as a golfer and a golf course architect. Right. The first name that popped into my mind was Brad Klein. Brad, how long did you know Tom Weisskopf? I knew him when he was terrible Tom out on the PGA Tour. And uh, if you pay me enough money, I'll tell you some stories that we normally can't talk about. But back then, he was a bit of a wild guy, but he was also an absolutely brilliant golfer. And I think, you know, people don't realize he's about three career shots away from making the the World Golf Hall of Fame. His second-place finishes at Open, uh, you know, he finished, I think it was in 1977. I caddied at the U.S. Open in Tulsa. And, uh, Hubert Green won that, and I think Tom finished two shots back. People don't remember, he triple bogeyed the first hole on Thursday, and then he ends up finishing two shots back. So between his, his, his uh, Canadian Open, his, his British Open at Troon in 73, you know, he won five tournaments in eight weeks, uh, and uh, his career was astonishing. And he's about, like I said, three shots short of a career that merits the Hall of Fame. And if you look at some of the people who got into the Hall of Fame, he should be in ahead of them. So I knew him yeah. back in the mid-70s, early 70s, uh, yeah, mid-70s, 
And then I got to know him in his capacity as an architect. I spent a wonderful day with him in 2018 at Torrey Pines, walking in the North Course, and we were correspondents. I profiled him, and I had a lot of respect. He turned around his life. You know, he he had a drinking problem. He overcame it, and he became uh, a really reflective, thoughtful, and admirable guy. And, uh, you know, you got to have respect for someone like that to enter, to excel at two careers with completely different tasks at hand there, hitting the ball and then designing. Very impressive. 16 PGA Tour wins. He won seven times in 1973, including the British Open, his only major championship. He did win a major on the Champions Tour, the 95 Senior U.S. Open. Right. Was a golf analyst for a short time at CBS, not short time, for about 10 years before he got into golf course architecture. Did What, what made him become a golf course architect? Well, I think what he realized is that the level of competition, you know, I'm pretty sure, I think that he was 40 years old when he transitioned out. People don't realize when he retired from the tour, I'm going to guess it was about 82, 83. He had won at the Western Open. That was his last tour, I think 82. When he retired, he was the, he was the number four all-time career money winner. But the level of competition required and the, the upcoming new guys, Colonel Curtis Strange, Billy Kratzer, uh, Fred Couples, uh, I think he saw the writing on the wall, so to speak. And then he had a chance when he was out in Scottsdale uh, with a, you know, it was a big start of the golf development boom. Troon, uh, TPC, uh, out there at Scottsdale, uh, Forest Highlands in in um, Flagstaff. He had a wonderful sensibility, and he teamed with one of the most technically proficient guys. People don't realize that his career was made possible because he teamed up with Jay Marsh, who was a uh, Jay. It was Jack Nicholson's long-term architect. Uh, so the team, you had a technical guy who could draw and build, and then you had Weisskopf who could think analytically and strategically, and the combination just did wonders for about 15 years. Talk about some of the courses that he uh, designed. Well, the one that I think people see the most in front of them is the TPC Scottsdale, the uh, champions course there, and uh, the uh, where they have the... Um, the waste management open, and they've got that drivable park for 17s, and they got the stadium part three. And one of the things Tom did is he championed. He took a look, and he remembered playing at St. Andrews at St. Andrews for a long hitter. And Tom was one of the longest hitters on tour. You know, when he came out in 1964, uh, I think it was. Uh, he was for, for 10 years. He was the longest hitter, one of the longest hitters. He understood that some of those par fours at St. Andrews were drivable. He, they were depending on the wind. You could drive uh, 9, 10, uh, 18, 12 regularly, and he found that really interesting. So what he introduced back to, into golf was the, you know, the short, drivable par 4, and we've seen it at every one of his courses. The, the famous one is 17th at TPC, uh, and uh, it makes for great, interesting challenge. You uh, amp up the risk-reward by having water on one side and a very odd angle coming in on the other. And he did that everywhere, and that was one of them. Uh, and he also, I have to say, he designed for everyday players. A lot of guys, were, uh, Nicholas in particular, was designing for guys who hit the ball high and left to right. Uh, Weisskopf was mindful enough to design for every kind of player. He was designing a lot of real estate courses out west. But if you look at those early courses, Forest Highlands, for example, up in Flagstaff is a great example of that. Um, and you can see it at Torrey Pines North, which was one of his later courses before he got sick. Um, uh, it's 
it's frankly, it's a better course than the South Course. You know, South Course gets all the accolades because it holds the the Buick Invitational and it's held two it's held two U.S. Opens. But all it has is uh, a lot of spectators area and tons of rough. But it's not an interesting course. The North Course is much more strategic options, layups, you know, risk reward on on all that. So, um, and then Forest. Uh, Dunes up in Michigan, Treetop is in uh, northern Michigan is a very popular resort that Weisskopf did on his own after Marsh passed away. So uh, he's got a great, and then of course Loch Lomond in Scotland, uh, not on the best side, kind of peat bogs, but um, a, a really fascinating world class inland Scottish golf course. So uh, great variety. We're talking to Brad Klein about Tom Weisskopf who, after he won 16 times on the PGA Tour, played on the Champions Tour, uh, turned golf architect and built over 40 courses, including a bunch here in Colorado, uh, one right here in Colorado Springs, the club at Flying Horse. He also built uh, the ridge at Castle Pines North, Catamount Ranch and Steamboat, Colorado National in Erie, Colorado, Grandote Peaks in La Vida, the southern part of the state, which is now closed, and Frost Creek in Eagle. Did you get a chance to talk to him a lot uh, when he transitioned from player to golf architect? Uh, honestly, I talked to him sporadically. Uh, he was busy. I was, you know, I would talk to him. Okay, I'll never forget one conversation. He always had a kind of fiery temperament. So I called him up one day about Augusta National. This was in the early 90s, maybe. And I said, is Augusta National becoming obsolete? And he starts with a string of pissing me out. I can't say this on radio. You idiot, you moron. How stupid are you golf writers? How do you ask me a stupid question? And then 45 minutes later, we're best buddies. He invites me out to play golf with him. He's given me all his contact information. He's that kind of guy where he's so passionate and he's so analytical. And so he, I, I sort of let him know. You know, my editors asked me to tell you this. I wouldn't ask you that question on his own. And then he kind of... <laughs> He warmed to the topic, and because I'd been on a number of his courses, uh, he he kind of saw that. Oh, well, this guy gets it, you know. So, uh, uh, I we talked more about his thinking about golf courses rather than the business side. I think he was, you know, he'd made enough money. He was uh, wasn't worried about that part of it. He had people who handle that sort of thing. He loved the West, of course. He was a hunter. Uh, he was an outdoorsman. You know, one year he gave up the Ryder Cup to go elk hunting. Uh, in Alaska, so uh, the 77 Ryder Cup, I guess it was. So uh, his love of the outdoors played itself out in, those, in exactly those kind of uh, settings that you're talking about in Colorado and also, uh, obviously, Montana um, and, uh, and Arizona in the West. Do you, do you feel like uh, that he made his mark more with the architect part of, uh, of his life, or do you think it was more when he was actually playing because he had a lot of competition back in those days, and I think of you know Nicholas coming to mind, and then you uh, reiterated uh, about the the players that were up and coming, and that's what possibly led to his retirement from the PGA Tour. But uh, do you feel like overall that he was a better, had was more suited to be an architect than uh, all his success in out on the tour? Frankly, no. I think uh, he made his mark, and his reputation uh, was created through his playing and through the excitement that he generated with that beautiful swing of his, and the frustration that everybody felt when he came close and failed. And uh, he parlayed that 
that on the design side was probably underappreciated, but you know he had his competition there as well. He was up against Fazio and Pete Dye and yeah. uh, Nicholas hey, Brad. and Robert Trent Jones. So no, I think he is, his reputation is uh, primarily. And I, I have to say, I, I was Brad, we're, we're running out of time here, Brad. But uh, thanks yeah. for joining us today, Brad Klein, with us on T to Green. Stick around. Back. Are with you more sixty plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to seventy five percent on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over five hundred airlines and five hundred thousand hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code sixty plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 Your top source for golf news and entertainment on the radio, online, and on your smartphone. It's T.D. Green. It's the Golf Show. Talking golf. Jay Ritchie along with Jerry Evans once again. And a quick reminder from our friends at Divot Magazine, all about Colorado's premier golf discount program. 23 years and going strong. 
Greensaver has helped golfers save thousands on green fees, golf products, and golf services. It's available in book or mobile format. You can save with free green fees, two-for-ones, half-off, free cart rentals, discounts on retail, lessons, club fittings, and much, much, much more. And uh, now just $29. It's the late-season price drop, regularly 49 now just $29. Never pay full price to golf again. Travel and experience some great golf around our great state without breaking the bank. Play more and save more with the 2022 Green Saver. The coupons are good until December 31st. I know we're already in September, but time's running short, but there's still a lot of opportunity to play golf between now and the end of the year. For more info or to order, go to greensavergolf.com. That's greensavergolf.com, and never pay full price to golf again. Just remember, in Colorado, we have over 300 days of, of uh, sunshine in our wonderful state throughout the year. You could be playing golf on December 31st in Colorado. I have. Yeah. But not on December 31st, but in January, I have. We did. We played in 1999 on the new millennium on <laughs> December 31st. We played golf on New Year's Eve. What a way to bring it in. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. But anyway, greensavergolf.com for more on that. Next guest standing by, ready to go on the Cheetah Green guest line. It's been a while since we talked to Susie Whaley, one of only five female golfers ever to tee it up in a men's PGA Tour event. That happened in 2003. 2014, she became the first female officer in the PGA of America. And in 2018, the first female president of the PGA of America, LPGA Tour member Susie Whaley with us on Tee to Green today to talk about her new job, which starts, which is already underway, but it really gets underway a week from tomorrow over in England. Susie, welcome back to the show. Well, thanks for having me. I miss chatting with you guys. Yeah. Uh, before we go any further, Brad Klein, who we had on just a little bit ago, said to tell you hi. Yeah, that's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> so Brad, I return the high. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, the uh, it's been a while since we've had you on, and so much has happened since we last had you on, including the fact that you became the first woman president of the PGA of America. What what was that like from a for you from a personal standpoint? Not only breaking the so-called glass ceiling, but just shattering it into millions of pieces. Well, you know, I think everybody, it was an honor, of course, and, you know, I'm so proud of, of what we do. My husband's a PGA member. I'm a PGA professional. To be able to represent the 28,000 of us that work and play in the industry every day is, is something that I'll always cherish. I certainly didn't plan on the pandemic happening during my presidency, and, and I'm, I'm happy, though, that I was involved in that so we could responsibly make sure our PGA professionals got back to work and that they could take care of their families during a time that was unprecedented. So um, it was an unbelievable two years, things that occurred that you can't imagine having occurred, but we're proud of what we put together. We're proud of the championships we ended up holding. We're proud of the fact that golf is on an uptick and we're going to continue to do the work to make sure people enjoy the experience every time they show up to a PGA professional's facility. Because of the pandemic, what were some of the biggest challenges you faced? 
I think the biggest challenge initially was ensuring our PGA professionals were okay. So many of them were out of work overnight, as many other, obviously, jobs were too outside of the golf industry. But our primary focus, obviously, is our membership. And we wanted to make sure as fast as possible that we could convince governments nationally, state, county, localities, that golf could be delivered in a responsible fashion. And that took an enormous amount of collaboration and work amongst everyone within the industry to have the government allow us um, state by state and city by city to reopen so our industry and our PGA professionals could get back to work. And I think that was really the biggest challenge once we, and that took a while as, you know, some counties had different regulations than others across the country. And once we were assured and put together an emergency relief fund uh, where we could help PGA professionals and others within the industry, once we got that underfoot, uh, our next big, huge focus was making sure that we could contest our championships, which really drives who we are and what we do back down to the membership and to our sections. And that certainly wasn't easy either. Uh, You know, the PGA championship at TPC Harding Park was something that we weren't really sure we, will be, we would be able to hold. And it was up to almost eight weeks in advance before we even knew that we could actually get that done, thanks to the PGA Tour giving us a different date, thanks to Governor Newsom and the hard work of that county um, and state in California who has the strictest regulations in the country, um, thanks to our partners and our sponsors who were willing to kind of navigate it all alongside us. And it was an enormous lift, an enormous undertaking. And um, to, to pull it off as the first public-facing championship since the Super Bowl, once the pandemic had hit, was certainly putting all eyes on the PGA of America worldwide. And I'm really proud of the team, and I'm really proud of what we accomplished. Susie Riley, past Susie president Riley. of the PGA of America today, here on TD Green, Susie, uh, it, it just it just hit me. I'm wondering uh, the public, the general public, if they could distinguish between the PGA of America and the PGA Tour. There are two two different groups who work together. But could you define those a little bit for us? Yeah, I, I think it's easy to get confused because many of the PGA professionals that you run into on a daily basis at the golf facilities where you play perhaps had once played on the PGA Tour. Some had not. Um, so it does get confusing. We have PGA Tour professionals that are members of the PGA of America. However, I try to make it as simple as possible for people is, you know, if you think about the industry, the business of the game, it's an $84 billion industry and you know, certainly everybody that works in golf is not a PGA professional, but many that work in the game and within the industry at facilities, at manufacturers, um, at communication and media are PGA professionals. And, you know, we're very proud of who we are and what we do. We're the largest sports association in the world. Where it also gets confusing is we own and operate multiple major championships. So the PGA championship is under the PGA of America's umbrella. The KPMG Women's PGA Championship is a partnership between the PGA of America, KPMG, and the LPGA. The KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship is something that we partner with KitchenAid on, but that's a PGA of America uh, competition. And then, of course, the Ryder Cup. 
is a PGA of America competition. But it's very easy to understand why the public would be confused by the two. The PGA Tour is what you typically see week in and week out um, on broadcast. But we happen to take a couple of those weeks <laughs> a year as yeah. PGA of America. And then th- those right. revenue-based championships help us help our members in 41 sections with employment and education opportunities um, that we have uh, a real we're compelled to make the game better, to grow the game, and we do that by uh, resourcing our membership to be able to do that. Okay. You are the captain, as I mentioned earlier, of the USA team in the 30th PGA Cup, which begins a week from tomorrow over in England. What What is the PGA Cup? Yeah, so I'm super excited about this because – Again, we, I didn't really talk about this, and I should have. PGA professionals are incredible players of the game as well, and certainly we work extremely hard on our skills. And the PGA Cup is such an honor to be a part of as the captain because these are our 10 best players over the course of the last two years within the PGA of America that have to earn points throughout the year to make this team. And I'm really excited to see uh, this team go to England in a week. So what? So it's kind of a mini Ryder Cup. Is that kind of is that a good description? It is just like the Ryder Cup, other than the fact that we have ten PGA of America professionals competing against ten PGA Great Britain and Ireland professionals. PGA Great Britain and Ireland, of course, is the industry of the game in Great Britain and Ireland, and it's an unbelievable competition where we play foursomes and four ball, the same format as the Ryder Cup on day one. We do that again on day two, and then we have ten singles matches on day three. This year, five of my team are, uh, this is their debut, so this is the first time they'll be participating, but I also have five veterans, which bodes well. It's very difficult for the Americans to win uh, at Great Britain and Ireland. We haven't done it often, and I'm certainly hopeful that we will get this done. The last time we competed at Fox Hills, we were not victorious, uh, so we're hopeful to do that this year. What about um, Team USA as far as being the defending champion in 2018? You list that they had a big come-from-behind win. Uh, does that mean that you're only playing this tournament once every four years, or how is that structured? Yes, yeah, so no, that was because of COVID. Uh, it was pushed back. So typically this okay. is an every two-year thing, and um, so we're excited to get back to it uh, That now that we can travel. And, you know, my hope is just we get our clubs in Heathrow. <laughs> so I think that's our <laughs> biggest dilemma right now is, of course, as captain, I'm panicking about the club situation. But, you know, my team is not. I have people on the team like Alex Beach and Frank Benzel, Michael Block, who is a herald of PGA professional, has played in multiple PGA championships. Uh, Larkin Gross has played in PGA championships. Wyatt Worth just played in, um, White Worthington just played in at Southern Hills. So these 10 players are unbelievable at what they do because they run facilities or they have jobs like I do each and every day on a lesson tee or in a club or at a manufacturing. Uh, company and, and and they also have this incredibly high level of performance in their game uh, that they play in major championships. So I couldn't be more proud of these 10. Our PGA professionals across the country are cheering them on. We will be fully in red, white, and blue 
um, on the plane and for 10 days in a row as we try to get this job done. So who makes up the uh, the British and the Irish, the team from Ireland? Where do they get their players? So they have the same type of qualification process. And let me tell you, they many of these players are former tour members as well. People like Matthew Court, David Higgins, Greg Hutchinson. I mean, it's just we have our we have our work cut out for us. Let's just say that. Um, but they too are also working in the industry full time, but have come off uh, playing careers. The thirtieth PGA Cup, September twelfth to eighteenth, at the Fox Hills Club in Surrey, England. The U.S. Is eighteen seven and four overall in this competition, but hasn't won over in uh, foreign soil since two thousand and nine. The U.S. team, Team USA, the defending champs, they won it the last time it was played in two thousand eighteen. Susie, you got your work cut out for you, but it sounds like you're ready to go. <laughs> got my work cut out for me but man let me tell you i want to get a win on that board uh with our names next to it that's for sure all right Susie waity Susie, thanks for coming back with us and chatting on td green good luck over in england usa 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 go get them i love it thanks guys all right Susie waity thank you Susie. on td green cool stuff usa yeah yeah we're going to take a break. Be right back with more right after this. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets, where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. 
Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. hour in radio the quickest hour in golf boy another hour just flying by here on tee to green two terrific guests today yeah that helps pass the time uh, but we're not done yet kind of look at what's happening there's no pga tour event this week they're done the season ended last week rory mcelroy uh, claimed the tour championship in atlanta a good tournament thrilling win he made barely enough to cover the costs for himself only 18 million 18 million yeah poor guy i feel so bad for him Speaking of money, Live Tour is playing this week, the Boston Invitational. Interesting how the PGA Tour ended, and then Live Tour's got a tournament going on this week. Now, how did they arrange that? Yeah, amazing. Taylor Gooch, one-shot lead after two rounds of play, minus 12. Joaquin Neiman, minus 11. Dustin Johnson, minus 10. The top three after 36 holes, the final 18 being played today. Only 54 holes on the Live Tour. Well, yeah, they can compactly put it all together because they're still trying to establish themselves. That's just outside of the Boston area. Tour champions idle this week. They're winding down the season. Same for the LPGA Tour. The ladies are playing. Sylvania, Ohio, Highland Meadows, and the Dana Open. Lucy Lee, 14 under par, one shot better than Lexi Thompson and Carolyn Masson. Who is at thirteen? Who are at thirteen under par? Seven are two shots back at minus eleven, including Say Young Kim, Lydia Ko, Hannah Green, Nasa Hataoka, and Leona McGuire. That's a good group. And five players, just four back at ten under, including Brooke Henderson and Gabby Lopez. I just got to wonder: are, are they? Do you think maybe they're going to? Uh, increase the difficulty out on the ladies tour because a lot of these scores are I mean even on the men's side too they're just ridiculously low for the pros and uh, I'm just wondering if they're going to toughen up the courses I don't know probably maybe a little bit yeah we'll have to see we'll see but that's what's happening this week in golf and that's our show for this week as well thanks to couple of super guests, Susie Whaley. Good luck to her and Team USA over in the PGA Cup in England. Starts tomorrow. And uh, Bradley Klein for joining us as well. Yeah, great show. That's it. Thanks to Robert DeCose in Master Control. For Jerry, I'm Jay. Till next time, hit them long. Hit them straight.